Hello and welcome to What's Up With Me. My name is Connor Kvietchain. I am a stand-up comedian and content creator. You can find me on Instagram at at Connor Kvietchain. Oh, at Connor underscore Kvietchain. Hot start, hot start. Got the Instagram almost correct. <laughs> Thank you for listening to What's Up With Me. This is the first episode and this podcast is an autobiographical podcast about Conor Kvietchain, me, the comedian. And I'm very excited because I feel like I'm at the start of something new that's successful that people want to see. And I'm not just talking about my shows, which is always the goal. Goal of being a stand-up comedian is to be as funny as possible. But uh, it's a new way of bringing it to people. It's called curbside comedy. And I'm going to get into that. A little bit more, but uh, first off, I'm going to start with some upcoming shows that I have. I've got a show September 25th at Newport Craft Brewing and Distillery in Newport, Rhode Island. Very excited. We just got the date and we are selling tickets for the shows. So this for the 730 show in Newport, Rhode Island, tickets are $20 for individuals, but there's a group discount. If there are four people in your group or more, tickets are $15 per individual. And you can head to my website, which is carnicfitching.com, to get the link uh, to the Eventbrite page. And then from there, you can pay. It's, you know, a lot of a number of steps. But uh, if you just want to go to eventbrite.com, you can just search curbside comedy at Newport Craft and get your tickets there. All right. That's the, the ad. <laughs> next thing I, I'm going to do for these shows is questions. I want to answer people's questions because, like I said, I think I'm at the start of something exciting. Um, and I want to be able to interact with people. I want people to ask me questions about how this came to be this way. And I want to, through your questions, hopefully I learn more for myself because I feel like that's so important. I don't have any questions this week. My question for you all, though, is will you please send me a question. <laughs> you can do that by heading to my website, going to the podcast page. You can connect with me on Instagram or you can just email me. I actually have an email list that I put out every other week that will go out with this podcast, keeping people up to date on what's going on. But if you just respond to that email, you can ask me whatever questions on your mind. Yeah. You can, well, within reason, um, not not just anything. But uh, if you want to sign up for that email list too, you can head to my website and just sign up there. But now, really, let's get into the let's get into the show. This is um, what are you going to be talking about in these shows? It's, it might surprise some of you. I'm going to be talking about what's up with me, <laughs> and. I want to, this, this thing, making a podcast about me is a challenge because I'm not someone who necessarily believes what they're doing is interesting all the time. There's no reason to keep people up to date. 85, 90% of the waking hours of my life. And I will not keep anyone up to date on me sleeping. <laughs> So I'd say 95% of my life, it's not worth saying what's up with me. Like, I'm working. I'm 
trying to be creative. I'm writing. I'm trying to get stuff ready for a stage. But you don't want to see how the sausage is made. That's not the exciting part of eating a sausage. You don't want to, you don't, for vegetarian friends, vegan friends, you don't want to watch the broccoli grow. You want to consume the broccoli. And so I'm trying to distill what is interesting, what's going on. And I feel like something that's very, very interesting is curbside comedy. That thing that I, for lack of a better word, founding. Because curbside comedy is a very simple idea. With comedy, people usually go to the comedy club or the event space to see stand-up. But with curbside comedy, it kind of reverses it. Curbside comedy brings the comedy to you. And the quality is New York City comedians. And I think that's very interesting because I, I think I said this up top, and if I didn't, I'll just say it again. Curbside Comedy has helped raise $4,000 through charity. And it was just an idea to have people enjoy a laugh. Like it wasn't supposed to be this thing that carried on for now almost four months, but it has. And that is interesting. That is very, very interesting. But I still feel like Trevor and I are just scratching the surface. Like, if you think about how many comedy clubs are in the country, I don't know offhand. It's a good amount. It's a good amount. But compare that to the number of households that are interested in watching live comedy. There's a lot of them. But the issue with curbside comedy right now is an educational piece. I was at a show this past weekend. Um, Wes was the host. It was up in New Hampshire. Thank you so much, Wes, for hosting a show. And he was actually in a band, and the band had a little reunion before. And I should mention, these shows, curbside comedy shows, are physically distanced show. And physically distance is a replacement for the word social distance because we want people to be connected socially, but we want them to be apart physically. So, so we all do our part. So that's very important to curbside comedy. But at this show, at our physically distanced show, a member of Wes's band came up to us after and said, I told people about curbside comedy, that that I was going to see a comedy show in someone's backyard. And they're like, what? What do you mean? He said, I said exactly what I mean. I'm going to see these comedians in someone's backyard. I'm going to a comedy show in someone's backyard. And they just... These friends that this guy uh, was talking to didn't quite get it. And so I'm realizing there's an education gap in what we're doing. And I think what we're doing is very exciting. So to put it very blankly, if someone asks you, what is curbside comedy? Curbside comedy brings the comedy club to you safely. It is two New York City comedians that want to make you laugh where you are. That's it. But I, I'm realizing, like I said, people don't know about this. They're not thinking about this. And I think that is very, very exciting. Yeah, that's it. Because, I mean, it's kind of... I, I've really grown to love the idea of curbside comedy because my philosophy with comedy is very simple. I want to make people laugh. That's it. That's it. 
And in order to make people laugh, you need to be where they are. And if you can find a good way to bring the laughter to where people are, why not do it? And that's what curbside comedy is doing. And it's just, it's just the beginning of it too. Like we've only done 33 private shows, backyard shows. And there's a lot more than 33 houses. So that's why, that's what's up with me. Like I'm realizing at the beginning of this journey, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. I, I figured out in life, like, I started comedy because I was depressed. Like the cyclical nature of life between my sophomore and junior year of college just caught up with me. Getting up, brushing my teeth, working out, going for a run, all those little things you have to do every day. Cycle through every day just started to weigh me down. And that's when I started to think that comedy might be an interesting thing because if I'm depressed, and I was depressed about having to do all these steps in regular life, being so focused on them, if I can have an escape and have that escape be laughter, that's amazing. And so... That's when I started to do comedy, and that's something that I carry forward. So when I do shows, and people people can have some of what I'm trying to find for myself, a moment just to enjoy, I mean, it's amazing. So the fact that we can do it in a safe way during COVID, in a unique way, right, to people, it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I don't want to continue on too long. I, there's going to be episodes every other week talking about curbside comedy, but I really want to point out who I am as a, like why, why I do comedy and why I think curbside comedy is interesting and why, uh, what it is so other people can understand and go, oh yeah, I am looking for a laugh. I am looking for some fun. So that's what's up with me. Um, in terms of curbside comedy. Stuff with me more as a comedian in general, though, uh, I usually have Comedians of the Week that I listen to every single week, and I'm going to talk about those people um, just to get the word out. <laughs> Not that they need the word. These are big comedians. Um, but if people are looking for new comedians to listen to, old comedians to listen to, all of that, um, I'll run through some of the people I'm listening to. So, who I listened to last week was Jim Gaffigan. Um, what's really interesting about Jim Gaffigan is how he progressed from his first album to his most current one. And he's this family-friendly guy. That is who he is as a comedian. I started listening to him because I am really want to be family-friendly. Uh, but Jim Gaffigan's first album had more swears than the rest of his albums combined. And that's not a knock on him at all. That is... If anything, it's liberating to see someone go, oh, I can change my identity in the middle of my successful career. Not that he was really changing his identity, but he found himself more. And so (laughs) that was really cool. 
to see for me as a person who's still trying to find himself on stage. The other comedians I've been listening to in previous weeks, for these I'll usually just do the week of, the week before, because of these episodes will be coming out every other week. But I listened to Tig Notaro. I listened to Mitch Hedberg. This week I'm going to be listening to Dimitri Martin. Of course, I listened to George Carlin. Um, but the reason I'm choosing Dimitri Martin and um, Mitch Hedberg is because they're such good writers of short one-liners. I mean, Mitch Hedberg's joke is burritos are sleeping bag, sleeping bags for jeans. Burritos are sleeping bags for jeans. How many words is that? Burritos are sleeping bags for beans, not jeans. Six words. Six words. Six. That's, and it's a full joke. And I have a longer story. So how do I figure out how to condense it down? How do I get the funny out as quickly as possible? And so I love them. Uh, those are some comedians to check out. Other than that, what am, I, what am I working on writing? I'm trying to write a lot about family right now. Um, my mom's side of the family in particular because my mom's side of the family likes to have fun. And it's a big family. And if it's a big family that likes to have fun, there are stories. Stories of adventures, of mishaps, miscommunications that are really funny. And I love that family a lot and the ability that I get to, the fact that I can share about what my family does and what makes them so special and what makes them a little off their rocker from time to time is, I don't know, really great. It's great because I'm actually realizing more and more as a comedian, I'm reclaiming stories of my life. I am getting to put a stake, my own stake in them and then turn them around and make them enjoyable for other people. And family is universally relatable because we all got those people. We all have those aunts. We all have those uncles. And the fact that I can take ownership of my loving and sometimes off the rocker family, hopefully um, connects with other people and goes, oh yeah, my family is a whole lot of fun too. Yeah. All right. That is what is up with me. And I appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. The show is going to be developing. I haven't even put this thing out anywhere. Nowhere. Except for my email list. <laughs> so it's going to be a slow start. And I want to figure out my voice as we go. But I'm excited to be able to share with people this story of what I'm up to in comedy. And without further ado, here's my outro but before i bring it in um my intro at the top is, is a little abrasive with the kazoo and the re the way that came about was <laughs> there's a website called freesounds.org and freesounds.org you can download um non-copyrighted music sounds whatever and some people because anyone pretty much anyone can upload put the most interesting sounds I'll share some with you sometime, but like, there's humans making animal sounds and some people are very good at them and other people are really bad. And so when I heard <laughs> the kazoo sound, I just started dying laughing. Like someone actually recorded this. I need to share this with people. And then I listened to it uh, in the trailer after I put it out and I went, 
oh, that sounds dumb. (laughs) And I laughed. And I laughed. And that's what it's all about. Just laughing. So enjoy the outro. Connect with me on Instagram. Rate, review the show. Head to my website, carnickfitching.com. Get tickets for an upcoming show. And I will keep you updated if there's a show upcoming near you. Most importantly, if you would like to have a show, a curbside comedy show in your backyard, connect with me. Head to my website, book a show. I would love to bring the laughter to you. All right, that's what's up with me. Hopefully, what's up with you is all good. Bye. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, One more thing. One more thing. Check out Small Town Radio, a podcast I'm on with a very funny Maxim Allen. Uh, It's wherever you get your podcasts. Bye.